Soon, Jonah will be chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli. After he grows in his garden, he'll be chopping fresh broccoli. Welcome to Boozy Brunch, the weekly recap show. Every Friday, we throw the alcohol at work rules out the window for just 30 minutes. Bye-bye now. Clank. Cheers. The reason they never sound good, because we can't have proper drinking apparatus in here or else we'll be busted out. Right. Everything that we have our delicious beverages in have lids. So they're like, I think that... That's like a metal water bottle that you have there, Jonah. Keeps the temperature cool, keeps the ice cubes icy. Yep, and then I have a a great little plastic water bottle with a lid. Nothing classier than alcohol in a water bottle. Right, I feel classy. So the first thing you heard was my onion and other vegetable encouragement hotline. I've set this up because my girlfriend Amanda and I just finally have a garden in our new house in Soulard. This is the first time that we've ever planted anything, and we're proud parents, and Stacy is here to... Keep me grounded. You were going crazy. Your chest was all puffed out. You're walking around bragging about your garden. And it's cute, but it's like your your shallots are like little green eyelashes. I do still have to use my thumb for scale to show mm-hmm. how much it's grown. And you have unfortunately dubbed my hand and my thumb a skin snail. That is what it looks like. And especially in that weird close-up picture that you have taken of it. Never, I feel uncomfortable. Never want to... Text someone a photo of an inch-long skin snail, but here I was. Yep, so I, I sure did get that. <laughs> lots of different techniques I was trying. The voicemail, of course, you can still call 301-9221. I also tried some ulterior motives. Other. You also had ulterior motives? It's Friday. I've forgotten how to talk. Other th- alternate strategies. Modes? Okay, okay, okay. As we talked about on Wednesday. I've been trying different non-traditional means to get them to grow even more. My lettuce yesterday, I think, needed some encouragement. So while mm-hmm. I was watering them with a the hose, I did what every scientific gardener would do. I, I sung them a song. <sighs> I see you, lettuce, lechuga in Spanish. <laughs> Keep on growing. Please don't vanish. <laughs> I can't wait to put you in my mouth. Don't take it wrong. It's just a song. It won't be long. Until you're strong and I can shove you in my mouth. One more time to take it wrong. <laughs> I'm sure it will grow big and strong because of your beautiful song. And it won't be long. Any, so you can toss it in a salad and eat it. Any tips are welcome so I can finally show Stacy some real vegetables that she won't make fun of. <laughs> Justin? Just buy a bag of regular triple 12 fertilizer that you put on your lawn. And it'll probably last you the whole summer and it's a little bit more economical than buying all the miracle Grow stuff and all that and just sprinkle it on top of your soil and it'll definitely kick them in high gear. Nice. Some fertilizer. You know, I got to come back. I live so close to the Anheuser-Busch factory. All I do is smell like old hops every single day. Uh, About time I smelled some manure instead. There you go. There you go. Have you ever talked or sung to your plants or your lawn before to help encourage it to grow? No, no, no. I I think the neighbors would uh, uh, look downly upon that. (laughs) (laughs) Just start saying, I got friends in low places because you're on the ground about six paces from the broccoli. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I got to write that down. Song. Thanks for calling, Justin. We appreciate yep, it. Have a good one. Were you ever a gardener? No. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> Luckily for me, my boyfriend is. He is a very intense gardener. I mean, lemons to almost every vegetable ever. We kind of almost relied on him when we were all living in Northern California to yeah. give us produce. He grew the best cherry tomatoes. They were like delicious candy. 
We have a tomato plant that is growing. They've sprouted, which is good. Wait a minute. Do you even... I thought you didn't like tomatoes. Hate them. So even if you grow them yourself... I'll try it. Mm -hmm. I've never liked... Tomatoes was one of those things that I hated when I was a kid, and I thought, oh, I'll just grow up. I tried to have the mature view of I'm just not ready for them yet. Mm -hmm. I think the last one was about five years ago. Mm -hmm. Ugh. What is it that you don't like? The texture or the taste or both or everything? I'm fine with texture. I don't know if there's anything that freaks me out texture-wise. I'm not the... Biggest fan of like boba tea or bubble tea, whatever you call it. Mm. But texture, I'm fine. Yeah, it just tastes like garbage to me. Hmm. Okay. Ketchup, yes, please. We had tomato sauce yesterday. Absolutely. I'll even have a, like caprese salad. I go there. Really? But then that's it. It's weird. Okay. Oh, well, no. maybe it's the addition of vinegar that Br- makes you like it. Bruschetta, bruschetta. Oh, that stuff's delicious. Holy sh- Salsa? Sometimes. Okay. Pico de gallo? No, thank you. So my. Plants will hopefully grow wonderfully, but the tomatoes are going to have a very big nemesis, namely squirrels. Last year, the people we bought our house from, they left a tomato plant in the backyard, and it would grow every single time, like the day a tomato would turn red, it would disappear. I was surprised to learn that it was squirrels. I didn't realize that they liked tomatoes. My girlfriend's mom was visiting, and she sent us a picture. Not only is it a tiny squirrel with a full-grown tomato, it is trying to carry it while balancing along the top edge of a fence. So it's walking a tightrope walking with a giant baseball-sized tomato in its stupid mouth. How are you going to prevent them from eating all of your tomatoes? Paintballs. No! (laughs) Or praying. Those are the only two options I currently have. Hmm. I just, everything costs money. It's like, I mean, obviously, but like first you go, oh, I'm going to plant some seeds. $60 later, because we just got way out of control. We're bringing the seeds back. And then, oh, you need like that metal thing for the tomatoes. Wait, you spent $60 on the seeds alone? Mm. (laughs) We went, and they're like $1.50. How long would it take you to spend 60 bucks on produce at the store? (laughs) No one said it was a good idea. Uh, So the last thing I want to do is like buy nets or whatever you like put over it, but that might Mm -hmm. have to be the thing that we do. Whatever protects the extra tomatoes you're going to hand my way. Well, I'm certainly not going to eat them. And this past week... Has been a great week. Actually, the last two weeks for St. Louis sports. The Cardinals have been on a crazy hot streak. The Blues, I mean, if you're listening to this, not today, Friday, the 26th, you know more than us because the next game is tomorrow. But they won the first round playoffs. They won yesterday for the first game of the second round playoffs. The Cardinals have been winning almost every game. We got to go to several Cardinals games over the past two weeks. And it has been really fun. They've won when we've been there, which has been super exciting. They're doing this thing. They've redone like their party suites. Mm -hmm. So they invited us out to check them out. And let me tell you, that is living the life. It's cool to see how the other half lives. People are always like, oh, you got hooked up. You you work at the radio station. This is the only time I've been in those fancy seats. Me too. The only other time I got tickets from the radio station, I was up section 300 with everybody else. We ended up standing uh, just up on the top deck because the seats were so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, we couldn't. That, that, yeah, that last we time we didn't even get to them. Not even the Budweiser Terrace. Absolutely, yeah. but this time we made it in. And I got to tell you, I am susceptible to trappings. Like as soon as I got there, and those seats have like a fence around them, mm-hmm. I just started acting like I belong there. I was like, oh yes, I'm glad this fence is here. Wouldn't want anyone else getting in on all this free cookies. Are those? Guys, looking into our uh, section. Garcon, <laughs> can you make that man look away? <laughs> but they they treat you to open bar, then they have food, they have different buffets, and then the only thing that everyone clamored on, like when we walked back into the suite and it looked like there was a riot going on, was when they brought that dessert cart in. Okay, well, let's explain why. Because they had cheesecake, chocolate, cupcakes, 
vanilla cupcakes, Ted Drew's custard. They had, what else did they have? Cookies. They had those like um, layers with like cookie crumbles and mousse, like the chocolate like mousse, a parfait. Oreo crumbles, chocolate mousse, Oreos, whipped yes. cream, everything. It was absolutely unbelievable. I have to say that I lucked out because not only did I get to spend the day in those beautiful seats with free food and free drinks with my friends while the Cardinals won, I got the last Ted Drews. <laughs> like it was the best day. We also got to meet some of our new favorite people and not Cardinals players, but beer vendors, the unsung heroes of Bush Stadium. These guys that are there for you as soon as you walk in the door. Every time we go, we try to meet at least one. And the last time we went, we got to meet Antonio. What's your name? Antonio. How long have you worked here? 13 years. What's your favorite part about working at Bush Stadium? It's like just like what it says, Bush Stadium, baseball heaven. You can't go wrong. Have you ever tripped on the stairs? Oh a bunch my. of times. Did yeah. the beer ever spill? A bunch of times. <laughs> do people help you or do they do that annoying clap when someone drops something? They help. Get right back up. Yeah, right. beer fender biceps. Yeah. Those things are heavy. I got the gun show nice. right now. Hell yes, you do. <laughs> Do you have any, like, the most memorable experience working here, whether it was a game or a fan in particular? Yeah, can't go on. The World Series. David Freeze the three, hit the home run to win. It was crazy. Were you in the middle of a sale for that, or did you get to watch it? I think I was watching the game because it was a big moment, so wouldn't nobody really focus on beer sales. <laughs> the 10 seconds that no one wanted a beer. You're right. Nobody wanted a beer at all. Like, it was crazy. It was like pandemonium. Could we hear you do your beer call? We'll join you if you want. Okay. Two cold Who's drinking? I'm driving. How many do we need? <laughs> Thank you so much. It's no great problem. to talk to you. So nice to meet you. Anytime. Thank you very much. Jonah, your beer call was pretty good. Oh, bear. You might be a natural. Listen, now they're not going to feel as bad when they fire me. They know I'll have a backup. <laughs> our photo with our new favorite beer vendor on the Arches Facebook page. If it wasn't for the sheer brute strength and physicality of that job, that would be one of my, like, fantasy second jobs. Why is the brute strength and physicality a problem? You're totally in shape. You're like a bodybuilder. The last thing I want to do is go do it again. Those things, they they estimated, they said each one of those beer bottles weighs about a pound. Then you put mm-hmm. the ice in. They're like 50, 60 pounds. You just got to lug that son of a bitch everywhere you go. Here's the thing. like I wouldn't have a problem with that part of it, I don't think. I say as I'm holding nothing. But um, it's walking the stairs carrying one of those things. Well, Antonio said you fall up the stairs half the yeah. time. All right. If you were if any job doesn't matter uh, career wise pay wise uh, location wise if everything would work out for you and you're not doing radio like a, a secret job that you've always kind of been interested in what would it be voiceover on family guy that's too cool that's and that <laughs> that involves radio i mean like, okay oh. i'll start i'll give you an example oh for, my I wanna... dream job is not right okay yeah, let's exactly hear it. <laughs> listen so would i i'd love to be a movie star that sounds pretty cool too my example Fry cook. I think it would be super fun to just work at a diner mm-hmm. and make breakfast. I just have a big, like SpongeBob style, a big flat iron grill just in front of you, and you can have multiple you know things what flipping hard around. Work that is. Yeah, I love it. So, are you serious? The last two years, because I keep on breaking, one of my 
asks for my birthday, when, if people ask, is one of those griddles that it's flat. Uh-huh. And then I ask as many people as possible who's staying over, if we have guests or whatever, what breakfast they want. And I try to all make it at the same time You have done that, that when I have been at your house. Right? You made pancakes and fried eggs. I'm, I'm weirdly into it. That or if I could be a PA announcer at a grocery store. Mm, that's fun. That's not just the job, though. You have to have another job there to use the PA. See, that's what I'm saying. You can create it fantasy-wise. But okay. right, so, so a voiceover, what would your character be? I don't know because I never thought of creating a new one. I would just have the ability to do any voice that they wanted me to do. Okay. That's the fantasy job. So you are a very talented voice person. You probably will not appreciate the next thing I'm about to say, which is let's create one. So Ooh, okay, no, that's fine. All right. So if you're, your, your, audi- your audition to be on Family Guy mm-hmm. will be an old woman who's a pervert at the grocery store. Like, do you remember in Family Guy, Herbert? Okay, here's what was in my mind. I am going to be like the Family Guy unicorn or a fairy or nope. something. And then you're like, I'm an old pervert yep. lady. So, you know, Herbert uh-huh. on Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Who's the, the creepy old man? <laughs> yes. If, if Herbert had a wife mm-hmm. of the same interests, mm-hmm. what would she sound like? Well, I guess I need some eggplant and zucchinis. For what? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I'm building a chair. <laughs> okay, you're a unicorn. So I recently I found it's I think the hardest part about doing voice work if if you admire the same part of it as I do is if you can lose your, if you cannot recognize the person talking who's doing right. the voice. Right. That is impressive to me. So recently I don't have that ability, which is why I don't think I'm very see, good I at it. I disagree with you. I really? think you do have that ability. I finally found one character. I started talking like this kind of recently, which is a little bit like Luke Bryan and, and Kermit the Frog, but I, it is. I just use it for being a dork or an, uh, a timid person. I feel like that. What's the laugh that goes along with that character? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a good one. I almost lost my self-control. <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm knocking on the door of being able to have a voice that doesn't necessarily sound like me. But for instance, mm-hmm. I mean, even your Valley Girl voice. Really? Absolutely. What is my Valley Girl voice like? Uh, Which he- one? Hey, uh, uh, 1991 Valley Girl in living in Beverly Hills, I sure love your outfit. Like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like that? Yes, like that. I think that totally sounds like me. Okay, what is your closest voice you think that doesn't sound like you? That's my that's my own Do you problem. want to be, like, be a unicorn? All right, that, let's get back to your fantasy. You are a unicorn. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a unicorn. You're a unicorn on Family Guy, <laughs> who's also perverted. <laughs> Well, why does so much of my real life have to cross over? Just kidding. How'd you know my pet name that my boyfriend calls me? I'm Pervy Uni. It's Pervert Unicorn. Um, I'm a pinacorn, if that's the case. <laughs> well, I know where uh, I, I know what that horn actually looks like, but how can you? Oh my s- god! Now, I don't want to be this character. I don't want to be a unicorn with a penis looks like you got some, some horn. How can you see? <laughs> yeah, I have two things you're, covering my you're, eyes. You're teabag the pinacorn. <laughs> Are those eyeballs? <laughs> you can't see it. Stacey's currently is walking in circles around the studio while she composes herself. Oh, God. This five seconds of silence is brought to you by the Committee for Ethics for Children. Their logo, believe it or not, is teabag the peanut <laughs> Hey, let's switch subjects to something much cleaner, which is uh, happy endings. (laughs) 
<laughs> Every Friday. So this show, based, I mean, don't let the peanut confuse you. This is a weekly recap show where we look back Who on things. Who gets confused by peanut Jonah? <laughs> Come on. That we talk about on the radio where we are regulated by the FCC. But on Fridays, we do something called Happy Endings, which is basically a focus on positivity. Right, because there's a lot of great stuff that happens throughout the week, and it's so easy to focus on negative stuff. Focusing on positive stuff is the way to go. Like, for example, last week when I drove into work, I hit every green light. Boom. Just, it was glorious. Or today we can even focus that it's going to be sunny and beautiful when this coming weekend is going to be a piece of crap. Yeah. Donna had one of the sweetest happy endings we've heard in a long time. My seven-year-old daughter was in her first grade musical on Tuesday evening. And she's been in little performances before, but she's never actually paid attention the entire time and (laughs) did everything that she was supposed to. Whoa! And I was so proud of her. I had a big smile on my face the entire performance, and she even brought tears to my eyes. And it's a happy ending for her because she looked out and saw her mom in the audience. So that, I remember every time my parents came to one of my plays or a recital or something, and it just means so much to have your parents there. That's so great that you could go. Yes, and thank you to my mother-in-law for helping with the costume. She had to be a mosquito. (laughs) (laughs) What, What was the play about? It was called Swamp. So her swamp creature was a skeeter. Yes, it was. And my mother-in-law did a wonderful job on the costume. So. And she, she didn't wander away. She didn't turn around. She didn't start playing with her friend next to her. Nothing. No, she didn't. She, her friend was next to her, but they both were into the musical and singing <laughs> and dancing. What a well-behaved mosquito. Did yes. you ever think you'd find a mosquito adorable? <laughs> and, and what's even more funny about you saying how well-behaved, it was a whole group of first graders, and at one point through the performance, there was a wasp that landed on one of the kids' heads. And they, for being first graders, all stayed extremely calm and just stopped what they were doing until a teacher was able to get the wasp away. And then at the end of the performance, the music teacher who did the choreography said, now we did go over emergency situations with these children, but a wasp was not one of them. So I want to say thank you and tell them how proud I am of them for that. <laughs> so cute. I, th- I think oh. this this should be an award-winning elementary school play. <laughs> I have never heard of anything that you just said. They are groundbreaking <laughs> thespians. It was for Zitzman Elementary in Pacific, Missouri. How cute. So adorable. I feel like that's a sign of early. A first grader being able to pay attention for an entire play, also with a costume on. I mean, if you've been to a first grader play, you know, no matter your age, it's hard to pay attention. If you've been if you've been to a first grader play and you did pay attention, you are already in heaven. You, yes. you're, you're, same, whoever has signed you, your passport to get in there, you're an angel as well. Do you remember the first uh, character you ever played on stage in a play? The First memory I have is a really weird one where in elementary school I was in the chorus and mm-hmm. you know when you're young you can't remember words so the teacher like holds up the cue card with What'd all you the sing? words. I the only thing I remember and this is weird and embarrassing I I remember thinking my shirt was too tight and that I was fat. Oh, so buddy. I thought that I had a tight black shirt on my belly so I was trying to suck in my belly the whole time. I was singing, so like, because we were in front of people, so all I thought was that my belly looked weird, and then my my dad did not help because then at the end he goes, 
what the hell were you doing with your belly the whole time? You look so weird. Thanks, I Dad. I couldn't even get vulnerable. I felt like I was fat. Aww. Which is also weird because I was a string bean until I was 17 years old. Like, yeah. I don't know where that came from, but I had body dysmorphia at nine. Oh, that is so awful. I'm sorry. Sure, sure didn't mean to bring the mood down, mm. but I'll uh, ask you the same question to take that attention off of me. Um, in nursery school, I was uh, Sleeping Beauty. That seems like an easy role. Do you just lay there? Um, I don't remember anything except <laughs> that I was Sleeping Beauty and I the was star, super excited the about star. it. Yeah. And then my first actual like on stage role, I was a blue munchkin in our performance of Wizard of Oz when I was in first grade. Did you have any lines? Nope. But I had a blue tissue paper outfit. Uh, outfit made out of tissue paper. Mm-hmm. Did, was your skin blue? I don't remember that part. Did you but eat- I do remember that it made no, a great noise when I walked around. Did you eat a blue airhead so that your mouth was at least dyed blue? <sighs> if only I had thought of making my mom let me have candy. She didn't ever <laughs> let me have candy, so it would have been no anyway. The worst time to give a child candy, right before they go on stage for their first play. Why don't you eat some blueberries? They're nature's candy. Meh. We'll be back live on the radio Monday, of course, Monday through Friday, at 5 in the morning to 9 in the morning. You can hear more at 1065thearts.com. Just click on Stacey and Jonah. And, of course, we'll be back here next Friday with another refreshed beverage. Clink. Well, let's see what the noise is. This time. I'll try to hit it hard because my okay. cup is now empty. Do the top part because it's harder. That was interesting. That was something. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye.